0: Hey, honeys! Welcome back to Life as a Question Mark podcast here. I'm still your host and question mark of a person, Heather Donovan. A few housekeeping things before we hop right back into today's episode. First off, you will might hear some miscellaneous noise like that yawn in the background. I don't know if the microphone caught that or some clicky clackers of some nails. I'm dog sitting for somebody else's dog, so it's fine to have a little ASMR. Again, I'm sorry. The microphone picks up what it wants to pick up, so sorry. Whatever. It is what it is, so Anyway, my apologies for delaying episode 8 of the podcast. Honestly, I never even planned on having to take any time off the podcast, especially not even being 10 episodes in yet. However, life just happens, things just unexpectedly happen, and it's all fun and beautiful. You know all the great things. I was sick a few days before that week started, that episode 8 was supposed to be out on. I was very congested and had some lung issues. In fact, if you go back and listen to episode 8, talking about bullying, then you can hear it, especially the congestion. And I didn't realize it at the time until I went back to edit and listen to the episode. I'm like, oh, I can hear certain points. If you haven't listened to that episode yet or any other past episodes, then what are you doing with your life? I'm going to need you to do better and go back and listen to all the past episodes that you have missed out on. Also, I have been just that exhausted lately from working a ton of hours at work that my wallet has been desperately needing because life is crazy expensive y'all and if I'm not working I'm either doing personal duties, podcast stuff, or just something in general because I have issues doing nothing or just even relaxing and that's because of both my ADHD and past traumas combined. Lovely right? But it's fine it's all fine here. Just know that I am doing my very best with what I have to work with and it being only just me doing everything for the podcast by myself with no help whatsoever. We strive to do better around here and we will continue to do so. You all are the real MVP for sticking around and supporting the podcast. This podcast wouldn't be able to happen if it wasn't for all of your continuing support. And that is honest to God truth here. Another reason why I believe that I delayed putting episode 8 out is subconsciously because I was procrastinating talk about today's subject. And honestly, I procrastinated a little bit. Last week, I normally podcast a couple days before or whatever, but I was just trying to lay about talking about today's subject, which is difficult for me, more difficult than I thought, honestly. Today's topic isn't actually even a topic. It's more about me telling you all about my past experience, about all my bullying, trauma, and history. I didn't even realize a number of things before I've decided telling my stories. First off, I'm completely exposing myself here by sharing these real life stories. And that's very scary to me. However, I'm a very open book and this is a part of my life story. And if I can share this and help the world do better, then that's what I'm gonna do. Also, I never realized how much untreated and unresolved trauma that I'm still carrying to this day, deep, deep down, because of all the bullying I have experienced. I'm fine, I'm fine, it's all great, it's all great. Anyway, which this is very okay, it just means that I have more work to do on myself. In all honesty though, we all have work that we need to do on ourselves and we all always will. The work is never truly done when it comes to ourselves. Doing this podcast is a form of therapy and an outlet for me so I'm mostly going to do this for me along with the hopes that these stories will help this world be a better place. I have also realized that I have some stories that I have subconsciously blacked out from my memories which this means that I don't directly remember the story happening until someone or something reminds me about it. It's a defense mechanism that protects a person from constantly reliving the trauma in their memories over and over again. In fact, my mom reminded me of some of these stories. Some of them I had to dig deep into my subconscious to remember them. Others I have never truly forgotten and I just carry around with me. They just pop up randomly from time to time. I, of course, will not be telling every single story of all the times I've been bullied. One, because I blacked quite a few of them out. And number two, we'd be here a good, like, for many, many days podcasting this episode. And I don't think any of us want that. I can't even talk that long. I have selected a few stories to share on this episode. This is one of the many topics that I could come back to and get in depth about. So maybe another time I could share even more stories to make it a little less difficult to talk about. Maybe I could bring a loved one on to the podcast to talk about it with them. Who knows? Honestly, I haven't even thought that far ahead yet. Like I think about like what I want to do for certain episodes like I have topics already picked out and stuff already go and what I want to do with them. But for this one I haven't really thought that far ahead of because you know bringing back trauma. Some of these stories may be difficult for those who may have been through some similar trauma. So of course I have to put a quick trigger warning out there. If anybody has been bullied or has been like through some trauma of like being horrible mean to it or anything. What I'm going to be talking about or anything. Even if you hear me kind of talking right through it and you think you can handle it but you can't. Then I very highly encourage you to listen with lots of caution and seek help if you need it. And listening may make you go back into this dark place that's difficult to come out of. But trust me I know this place. I've been there more times than I'd like to relate to. Then I highly encourage you to stop this episode here. I understand if you need to pause this episode to keep yourself healthy. If you think that you can handle it and you try listening to it and it's like triggers something inside you and you just can't do it, it's okay to pause it. I totally understand. Stop the episode. Everyone's health comes first. So please take this as a free pass to stop and skip the rest of this episode. You can always come back and listen to the rest when you are ready. If you're tuning out for your own health and safety, then I'll talk to you all next week. Stay healthy. If you're still here, then we will be diving right in. But remember, you can always stop this episode at any time for your own health and come back at any time. I remember the bullying starting when I was in kindergarten and continuing until the day that I've graduated high school. Like literally, that is no joke let me tell you, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I didn't even get any pictures from graduating that night. If I could have, there's one video out there. I can't, I think I saw it on Facebook or something. There's this one picture of this girl who just got her diploma and just walked off stage and continued walking right out of the school. I wish I would have thought about that. Would have been so me. Because what have they been able to do? Honestly, I, I was already done with the place. I never had any real friends until I was in ninth grade. So by the time I finally made friends, I didn't know how to really be a friend or how to be when I was around with friends. We once had this guest speaker come to my high school that shared her experience from being bullied. And I will never forget how she described the pain from it. Because I've felt it for all these 13 years and never knew how to describe it until she did. Think of the thing or the memory that makes you the most sad, afraid, and anxious that makes your throat burn. Go ahead and think about it. I'll give you literally a few seconds. Hear the ASMR in the back. That's a dog, you know, scratching the carpet. Anyway, now that you've thought about it, do you feel that burning in the back of your throat? Now multiply it by 10. That's how I felt every day for about 13 years plus some change. Not so fun, is it? I'm sure that I'm not the only one who has felt this pain and for sure won't be the last. I literally was sick from the bullying too and all the trauma I was going through. Like, I remember in eighth grade, I threw up some blood. I had an ulcer from it. I was literally sick a lot of days and couldn't go to school. In fact, fun fact, I almost didn't graduate from high school because they said if I missed one more day of high school, I wasn't going to graduate. So yeah, that's food for thought. I was just always sick. And some of that was from the POTS that was undiagnosed that nobody knew was going on for years. But the other part was from all the bullying and stuff and just being sick from it. I literally got picked on for everything, even the small things I did, such as the way that I ate, the way that I looked and dressed, or how I even talked, or how my voice sounded. Like, I can help the way that my voice sounds. Like, sure, okay. In the hallways, I was kicked, especially when I was on the floor getting my books out of my locker, spit on, especially my hair, and I was hit, especially in the head. So the first story that I'm going to be telling you happened when I was in seventh grade. When I was in school, we had to do about a month of swimming. Well, they called it a swimming unit, where we had to swim in the school's pool unless we got a medical excuse. Then we were given an alternative assignment. Guess who got out of all those years of swimming every year for about all six years of her high school career? This girl right here. Those very ridiculously irregular periods were very useful for one thing. Well, I can't think of the rest of things right now, but yeah, it was good for that one thing. And now that we've officially lost all the male audience. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was this thing before Facebook was around. That's called MySpace. Ask your parents about it. Ask an older loved one about it. They'll be able to tell you more about it. So I messaged just one girl. We'll call her Karen because she's a real Karen. And I'd like to say her name because she honestly deserves it. And you'll understand I'm telling the story. But, you know, I don't want to deal with any problems or anything. So we'll just call her Karen because I forgot when the swimming unit was ending and I wanted to make sure that it was ending that week because I had to bring back my gym clothes to school from home because I brought them home to wash them and didn't bring them back yet because I knew that I wouldn't be needing them for at least a month so why would I bring them back so I messaged her to ask and this is the well it's not the exact response but this is a very exact similar response that this Karen sent to me she said that I was weird and needs to go sit in a corner by myself. She said that no one wanted to be friends with me and that everyone hated me. She continued calling me scum and ended the message telling me to never message or talk to her again. But yet, here's the funny thing. She asked me what day it was a week later in person. So how weird is that? Let's, let's think about that. Because of that message, it was one of the very few moments that made me cry so hard that it took me into a very deep depression in that moment alone. I still remember that message and how I felt to this very day when I got that message. I still get sick to my stomach thinking about it and that burning throat feeling every time that I think about it. This girl is one of the very few people in life that I wish nothing but the absolute worst for her. And there's not many people that I wish that upon at all. I am just that type of person that but this girl. If you absolutely knew her and actually got into some more stories about her, then you'd understand. You'd be like, wow, I totally agree with, with Heather right here. I get it. And honestly, if she was to come back too and like try to say this didn't happen, then I could probably go back and log into this old MySpace, because I bet you could probably get into it somehow and get the receipt, because I still had the receipt. Anyway, fast forward to when I was in ninth grade. This was way before I was diagnosed with the postural or static syndrome, and the passing out and weakness was becoming more and more frequently the older I got I had this note in my school that my doctor wrote me for that I could surpass everybody in the lunch line because they didn't know like what exactly it was. It was a little blood sugar or what it was. And eating seemed to help eating and drinking. So they gave me this note that allowed me to surpass the lunch line so that I could eat first because, you know, we only have a certain amount of time to eat in the school and I'm a slow eater naturally. It's always been a thing. It bugs everybody. It's great. I enjoy it so much. I've grown to enjoy it. So this one girl, she decided to be a true B-word. Well, I'll just call it. She decided to be a real bitch and decided to make fun of me for it. Like saying that I was weird and that I didn't need to be kind front of the line and who the hell do I think I was and blah, blah, blah. You know, I thought that I took care of the situation. Like I went up to, I don't even remember what you call him assistant principal, I don't even think he was called that, but he was like an assistant principal. And I spoke to him about it and everything. He said, well, we'll see what we can do. I thought he took care of it. But then years later, I was talking to one of my friends and she told me that my mom told her that she took care of it because I called her that day because I was upset about it in the bathroom. And she went behind my back and called the the guy and took care of it herself. So for all those years, I was proud of myself that I took care of it. Apparently I didn't, but you know, whatever. Also, a teacher tried coming after me for the same situation too. And this teacher, he had his favorites and I was definitely never one of them. And I'm never really sure why. But whatever, everybody loved him and all that stuff. But I saw right through him. I had this power to see right through people and I could see right through him. He was a fake piece of shit and he was just a douchebag. So, and I loved these lunch ladies. They stuck up for me with all these people. Even the teachers, they told him to go mind their business. That they have a note and they'll be happy to show them. I mean, shout out to those lunch ladies back in the day that I had. They were amazing. But then in 10th grade, I started getting all these prank calls. And they were from these three girls. (laughs) And to think of it, Karen was one of them. She was in the group of the three. And these other two girls, let's see. I'll call one of these girls Bella. And then the other one. Hmm. We'll call her Oreo just because. I can't think of another name for her right now. So these three girls would call me almost all hours of the day. That we did not have school all hours a day and night. Even because I couldn't even shut my phone off because I had to wake up early for work at McDonald's. I had to be at work at 6 a.m. They just kept calling me and saying like these awful things. Kind of like that other prank call I was telling you about before. I can't remember what episode it was. Not me unprepared here. It's great, ain't it? We just got so sick of it, my family and I. So we called Sprint about it and... Of course, they're calling off that star six seven or whatever it is number. And here's the thing a sprint or any T Mobile or any of those things uh, cover a star six seven number, they have to get the police involved because if they unblock a number, it's considered harassment and they could press charges. So I asked my mom because I recognized this Bella's voice. I said, Is it okay if I warned her before this happened? She goes, Yeah, I suppose. Well, this girl went back and told her mother, which funny story, she was a teacher. Her mother called and said, My daughter ain't doing blah blah, my parents are, I know what parent talked to her and they said look if we uncover this number and this really is her which we are going to do if this person doesn't fess up then the cops are really going to get involved and we can't stop them from pressing charges so if it isn't her great but if it is they Heather just wanted to give her a friendly warning to fess up and to stop doing it and they finished talking she hung up and she called back like not even 10 minutes later saying I'm so sorry Bella and her friends did do it and I am so embarrassed that she even lied about it Oh and then here's another example of like an adult coming after me or adult bullying just because they can. I had this one 12th grade teacher every single time I raised my hand up or anything like that she just like if I told her slow down or anything she would say oh okay guys we gotta wait a minute. Heather has two autistic brothers so she could be autistic herself. So I gotta wait for her to catch up and this was when I asked her Question too that she thought was stupid and this is also same teacher where two students called me stupid and retarded right in front of her and she did nothing about where I again had to go assistant principal or whatever the hell he was and he I did take care of that situation that time and then she was mad because she goes actually I went to the principal on that one because I couldn't find him and I was just so over the bullying because this was not, I'd like to say this was in March or something. This happened sometime in the winter. So I went to her and she doesn't, she didn't like this teacher anyway in general. So she confronted the teacher and then the teacher confronted me saying, I ain't here yet, blah, blah, blah. And she was just really nasty. She thought I was coming after her job and all that stuff. But that's just one of the many examples of adults being bullies, like I've said in my last episode. And I have so many more of those that it's not even funny. Oh, and I had this second grade teacher. Well, here's the story. So when I was in second grade, my parents, well, even before that, my parents took all of us four kids to like Sesame Street Live every year at night. So in second grade, they started putting homework on us like no tomorrow. We came to Sesame Street Live late that night. My mom said, well, I'd rather have you sleep so you didn't miss school than do your homework. I'll just write down the answers for you. Well, actually, she just did the homework for me. And then she explained it to me and everything else. So it's not like I didn't fully do it. She went through it with me before school and, like, told me everything I needed to know. And then the teacher came after me, like, and harassed me for, like, my mom doing it for me. Even though my mom and everybody else explained to her why it happened. And she said something in front of the class about it. She really outed me for it. It was horrendous. And, yeah, it was just bad. So... Oh, and we'll be calling that 12th grade teacher because I'm sure we'll be coming back to more stories about her. We're going to be calling her Mrs. Snow. So, just in case you guys want a name for her. And this other one, I don't want to call her Mrs. Hug. For a second grade teacher, we're going to be calling her Mrs. For a second grade teacher, we'll be calling her Mrs. Pug in case we have to come back to her in the future again. So, yeah, hopefully I remember all these names. I'll have to put them on a separate piece of paper or something. Because, you know, bad memory here sometimes. So this is all the stories that I can even manage to recount to you all right now. Thank you for listening with open ears. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And tell your favorite stranger about the podcast. You can follow and converse on the podcast as Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Life is a Question Mark. You can also follow my personal Instagram and TikTok at Misty's World 2022. We have a link tree in all of our bios that goes to our website as well for the podcast. Oh, did you hear my good ankle snap? That was nice. You can also support the podcast by clicking the good bro. You can also support the podcast by clicking the support link and every episode show notes and subscribe to the podcast websites or click the payment in our link tree to a donation. Every donation goes towards helping the podcast become better and to grow. Please make sure the donation is for family and friends, though. This week, I am not only dedicating a song to all of you, but to myself as well. This song is from the movie called The Greatest Showman, and it is a song, This Is Me, by, oh god, I would have slaughtered this name and I apologize in advance, by Kayla Settle and The Greatest Showman Assemble. Fun fact, this was my finale song that was used in one of my old dance studio's dance recitals. So thanks for tuning in guys in this tough episode. um, I'm sorry if this isn't one of my best ones. This one was very hard for me and talk to you all next week. And please be kind to everyone. This does definitely not mean that you have to be friends with everyone or even like everyone. Just be kind because you never know what is going on in their personal lives.